Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Finally, got a chance 
to win him one, man, and, and, and is probably anticipating what he's going to do in the Ryder coming up. You know what, man? This is – I know Tiger hasn't won a major, but this feels like the year for uh, Tiger. I mean, we all yeah. love – well, most of us anyway, Americans, we love comeback stories, right? Where yeah. the guy sort of so high, he gets knocked down, whereas it's inflicted or whatever in his case. And, uh, you know, he rises back up like a phoenix and gets back on the scene again. We, I mean, we've seen it with, with, uh, uh, with Mike Tyson, and now uh-huh. we've seen it with Tiger Woods. And, you know, the thing is, is that seeing him be himself again, many people thought he was finished, including yours truly. I, 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 yeah. I really thought he was finished after, uh, you know, his infamous night, Thanksgiving night, where he ran to the uh, – <laughs> his fire hydrant and his yeah. ex-wife like uh, took a nine iron to his car to to his SUV and he ended up getting surgery and then he like had a DUI. I mean, when he was probably arguably when he hit rock bottom and mm-hmm. to see the. I mean, you know, he put on the work. I mean, he was one of the hardest working dudes in golf as it was, but you could tell he really put in the work over the last couple of years to get back in the form, to try to round back in the form. And dude's been knocking on the door, man. I mean, you know, I mean, like, like the British Open, he finished tied for sixth. Yeah. And the PGA Championship, he finished second. So dude uh-huh. was knocking on the door. And it's hard to believe, again, that layoff that he had, that to him to get back to this point, and he's not slowing down. I mean, he's playing in more tournaments than he has been before to get himself in, back in the golf shape, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. you know, this win, it was, it was it was coming. This win was a long time coming. And, you know, good for him. Good for him. Exactly. And, you know, to, to the point of we love, Americans love seeing a comeback story, it's odd yeah. because you also like watching the downfalls, too. It, we're, we're, we're strange like that. We love to see someone start from nowhere, and then get right. ascend to certain heights, right? Then right. we root for them to fail, and we like watching that fall. Then when they hit rock bottom, depending upon how they handle it, we'll root for them to make a comeback and ascend back to greatness again. We, we're just right. – it, 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 it's something about that, that whole rise and fall crescendo and, and – and, you know, whatever that, you know, synonym to that is, you know, I, I can't think of it what it is right now. Right. But we love watching that story. Mm-hmm. But like you said, he's been knocking on the door all year long. You know, the the, the Valspar, he tied for second. You know, the Palmer Invitational, he was tied for fifth. Like you said, players tied for 11th, open, tied for sixth. Uh, at the Quicken, he was tied for fourth. PGA Championship, like you said, second. In the BMW, he was tied for um, for six. So he, he's he's been knocking on the door all year long. So for him to finally uh, get through with this win, fantastic for him, and just in time for the uh, like I said before for the um, for the Ryder Cup because there were people who questioned whether or not he deserved to be on that team, and then actually, right, just in time, I guess. Depending upon if this hype carries for his matchup against Mickelson, I think it is during um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I the date, of yeah. course, because like you just said, his history on Thanksgiving. But then also odd because it's going up against heavy college football weekend, and it's supposed to be a pay per view uh, uh, event. So. Right, you know, for, for 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 golf enthusiasts and for those who are probably running this event, this pay per view event, they're hoping that he does well at the Ryder, so that this past tournament win and the Ryder carries over to fans wanting to see how well he does one on one against another great in Phil Mickelson. You know what? I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned the pay-per-view event because it went from being a novelty a few weeks ago mm-hmm. to back to 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 being we gotta see this shit. 
You know, because yeah. the Tiger coming back on the scene still has never really fallen off. You know, he's still contending. And, you mm-hmm. know, his he, he he his name is about as big as Tiger Woods as far as cachet and like like an all of golf right now. Even with like mm-hmm. um even with all these young studs, you know, uh uh like um all around like just the Justin Thomases and everything else, Xander Shifley, last name. Right, yeah. exactly. Jordan Speeps, another one. But still, the names are, are, are Tiger Woods and arguably Phil Mickelson. And mm-hmm. going back to the pay-per-view thing, some more to expound on it, as we talk about ratings, you know, the PGA uh, season finale, you know, the Tour Championship, drew a 5.2 overnight rating. For Like, for those who don't understand what, how ratings work, just know this. It's a whopping 206% over last year's event, which was, which was 1.7, which wow. one of those studs actually won. So from 1.7 to 5.2. Or 5.2. Oh, wow. That, that, that's a huge jump. That's a huge yeah. jump. And the fact that it went against uh, – and, you know, the fact that it went against NFL Sunday, like, as far as Fox and uh, uh, CBS, that should tell you mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That should tell you something. And, you know, as look, head on Tiger as, as much as you want, and there are a lot of people out there who still do. You just can't deny that the dude is good for golf. He's still good for golf, still good for business. And there's more. I almost forgot about this, brother. Like the final round of that aforementioned the British Open, or well, really is, is called the Open, I guess. When he finished top for six, it was the event's highest U.S. ratings in 18 years. Furthermore, mm. the PGA Championship, from what I'm reading right now, he finished second. Tiger finished second, but it was the most watched PGA Championship since 2009. Think about that. Wow. Think about that. The most watched PGA Championship. And the PGA Championship is a major. Yes, it is. 2009. That should tell you something about the power of one Tiger, Eldra Tiger Woods. You can't deny it. Haters out there, haters want to hate, but you can't can't deny his his drawing power, man. And that's why, like I said before, many times before, and you've alluded to it, Tiger Woods is – and it always will be good for golf. Period. Yeah, but I will say this. I will say this. They got a blessing this weekend uh, from the NFL. I don't want to try to rain on Tigers Parade a little bit, but they did get a blessing. Yeah. A lot of the one o'clock games weren't the best of games. If you think about it, that's true. That that Thursday matchup between Cleveland and 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 the Jets was highly watched. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay was Monday night. Right. You know, the game Sunday night, I forgot who played Sunday night, and then there were attractions at 4 p.m., but there were a lot of surprises and snoozers at and 1 p.m. You know, mm-hmm. you, you had you had the likes of, of Washington beating up on on, 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 on on Green Bay and the Bills beating up on, on the Vikings and other stuff that we'll talk about later. But right. that assisted in, in bringing some more eyes over just to, to, to watch the Tiger when, when people were probably like, oh, wow, Tiger's in the lead. Let me go see what he's doing. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, he, he's a big deal. And, and, you know, again, good for him and good for golf. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of NFL, you mentioned NFL. Let's just get right to it, shall we? Week three. There was no, I mean, there were a whole lot of surprises, bro. Namely, yeah. Buffalo beating the hell out of Minnesota. At Minnesota, Josh Josh Allen looked like the second coming of Ben Roethlisberger. I think throwing for two scores, running for one, mm-hmm. and that defense of Buffalo. I think this is this is what I think what happened, brother. I think it's a combination of. Um, Minnesota taking Buffalo lightly because after all they got to add yeah. twice in the world. 
And mm-hmm. Buffalo say, you know what? We're tired of being punk. We're tired of being laughed at. We're tired of being clowned. We're professionals. We get paid like everybody else is. It's time to mm-hmm. show. It's time for our pride to kick in and show the hell up. Uh, this is a combination of those two things. Maybe more of the former than the latter, but still, the way Buffalo went in. And by the way, that was going to be my ass. That was my ass whooping of the week on like on my blog. But obviously, I had it the other yeah. way around. I just had no <laughs> idea that Buffalo would be the one doing the ass whooping. And also, your skins beating up on the Packers. Then again, Aaron Rodgers, God bless him, is on one leg, like playing his ass off on one leg. Um, yeah. But still, but still, that was, that was a mild upset. Um, and what else? Oh, yeah, and Detroit beating down, beating down the Patriots. I don't know what the hell is wrong with the Patriots right now, but Detroit beating them down. Look, there's, a, look, there's some more things we could get to, but those are the three big ones. And of course, they've uh-huh. been winning the first game since 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 uh, Moses came on the earth. Um, so, <laughs> what, 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 like, what are your big surprises that you took home? And, and if you want to mention any of those found on any of those four games, feel free. It's funny because three of those four I listed as my big surprises. Of course, with the Lions um, doing what they did to New England unexpectedly. Um, the and that and Patricia getting his first win, um, the mm-hmm. Browns doing what they did to the Jets, but there were some people who thought that that could happen. If I remember correctly, I think I may have picked it on this show last week. Right. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but it is what it is. And then, of <laughs> course, you had the Bills and their beatdown. See, the thing is, and it was something that mildly perplexed me, but I was like, okay, I understand. I can see them being 0-2, and, and that's with the Bills. Yes. Don't forget, the Bills were a playoff team last year. That's yeah, correct. they were, what, like 9-7, and 10-6, they were still a playoff team last year. Yeah, and the majority seven, yeah. of that, mm-hmm. yeah, and the majority of that team is still there with the exception of Tyrod Taylor. That's not a huge loss. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. To lose the game manager. And they still have LaShawn McCoy. You know, they still have the, uh, a bulk of that defense. So they still have the makings of what made that team a, a, a nine-win team last year. But at the same time, I was surprised that they won nine games last year. So yeah, right. they just decided, you know what, we're going to do what we're going to do and, and, and get this win. Now, it was pointed out by Coach on the show on, on, on last night, you know, Coach is, a, is huge on, on Baker Mayfield, that out of all of the rookie starters that started yesterday or on Sunday, or I should say for week three, Baker was the only one to surpass 200 yards in, 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 in passing. Uh, even with the three scores from, from, from Josh Allen, he still didn't throw for over 200 yards. Baker was the one that comfortably threw for over 200 yards probably would have had a bigger day had he started. So it's going to be interesting to see whether or not, you know, is is it official that he's getting this start? No, it's the Tampa situation where it's not official yet. So Baker's supposed to start this Sunday. It's going to be interesting to see how he looks in a starting role, especially with defenses expecting him to play and how they're going to adapt to him. But like you said, there were other games that were, that were good well, big wins for teams that needed them. The, I would say the, 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 the team that is shocking me the most so far is the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out yeah, man. how they're 3-0. and But if you look at the teams that they beat, oh, okay, I can see them being 3-0. and They beat the Jets, even though the Jets were favored to beat them. They beat the Titans in week one, but the Titans look like right. they might be decent uh, with their big win over Jacksonville, even though that was a, a six to nine snoozer. Another one of those games that was boring at one o'clock. And, and then, you know, they beat Oakland, who came into Sunday 0 2 again. If, who would have thought that the Dolphins would, would have been leading 
the AFC East at this point at well, leaving it at three and zero. At best, they right. could have been leaving it at two and one or tied with the Patriots at two and one. But no one thought that the Patriots would lose because it's been years since they've done it, lose back-to-back games, let alone lose back-to-back games to Jacksonville, okay, who, again, is competitive. But to to Detroit the following week, who was over going into the week. So applause Mm -hmm. the Dolphins, as much as I don't like to do it in front of coach, applause the Dolphins for going 3-0 and starting out the season as best as possible. They do have a, a, a proven or losing game coming up this weekend against the Patriots. If they can go ahead and beat the Pats, this might be the end that a lot of people have been anticipating with the New England Patriots and the beginning to what people are looking for, uh, a new divisional winner coming up the AFC East. You know what? Chris Carter said, you know, because he, he, he helped call that game that Tennessee – uh, 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 Miami, like marathon in week one. He said uh-huh. before the game, watch out for Miami. He he he, he did a tour of of, of of practice, you know, as they do the prep before the the game. And he said that. Yeah. He said uh, on first things first that Friday. I remember that. And he he just came out and said, you know, he he's like, watch out for them, watch out for them. And he's right so far. I mean, granted. They play who they played, right, on the schedule. But 3-0 and is 3-0. and That's a damn good start, especially with New England being 1-2. and And I'll tell you this. Yeah. John Brady has not lost to – has lost only once, I think, to Miami and New England in his career. Mm-hmm. They have trouble in Miami, but he lost to them only once in his career at New England, at, you know, at home. If they lose, if the Patriots lose to Miami, I think it's not too early to say it's a wrap in the division mm-hmm. because what happened is is that New England would be one and three, one and three. Wow, and one and three. Miami would be four and zero, oh. and that and Miami would have a game in hand. It says they won at their place in in New England, mm-hmm. and that'd be an uphill battle. I mean, I, I know Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and I know Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve, but. Mm-hmm. Four and oh, if you look it up at a four, if, if, if New England is one and three, and again, it's a huge shift, but I'm just saying, for the sake of argument, if they're one and three, and looking up at the Miami at four and oh, I don't, unless Miami has a, has a huge collapse in the middle of the season, it's going to be tough. Because the yeah. NFL, I know it's 16 games, but that shit is a sprint. It's a damn sprint. <laughs> and, you know, it's going to be tough. But that would be something really huge to to watch out for. Uh, yeah, that's going to be that 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 game will tell us everything we need to know, at least early for New England Patriots for the first quarter of the season. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And here's another one I got for you, brother. My beloved Steelers. We got a yes. big one Monday night, even though the defense tried to damn this to give it right back in the second half. But at any rate, Ben Roethlisberger is a stud. Uh, he, he's been a stud since week one when he was playing like Large Benjamin, which is why we tied mm-hmm. Cleveland in the first place. We should have beaten Cleveland by two touchdowns. Um, <laughs> so James Conner, he's serviceable, but he's not Le'Veon Bell. We'll get to Le'Veon in, you know, in a minute. But the Ravens are sitting at 2-1. and one. We're 1-1-1. Yeah. One, one and, one. <laughs> and, you know, this is a big game for us. Again, it's kind of early. First, it's the last game of the first quarter of the season. But this is a must-win game for my Steelers. They can't afford to go a game and a half behind Baltimore and, be, and have a loss at, on their home field to Baltimore in the first place. And it's so mm-hmm. and the reason why it's big is because I think this, is, this division is more wide open, the AFC North, that is, than ever before in the sense that Cincinnati is 2-1, but they play the Falcons on the road. And mm-hmm. who the hell knows what happened to Cincinnati. And, again, Baltimore, they're, they're inconsistent. And Cleveland is playing a lot better with, I mean, they have better talent anyway, but with Baker Mayfield 
And, you know, I'm not saying he's a he's a savior, even though he played pretty damn well in relief of uh, Tyrod Taylor. Now that Cats will start game plan for him, if they win in Oakland, they'll be 2-1-1. One, one. So this they position is wide-ass open, and Pittsburgh can't afford to take this game. Not that they would take a game against Baltimore for granted, but they this is a must-win game for the Steelers if they want to, if they want to – Make a statement in the AFC North. It would be one. I don't know if I want to say it's a must win yet, but it would be one that they will need in order to keep pace with everybody else. Like you said, Cincinnati, we don't know who we're going to get with those that Bengals squad. Will we get that team that started out 2 0 with those two big wins? Or are we going to get that Cincinnati right. Bengals team that came out and laid that egg this past week? We don't know. And like you said, the Browns are playing against the Raiders. We don't know what's going on in Oakland. I don't even know if Gruden knows what's going on in Oakland. And the fact that he keeps addressing Khalil Mack in that situation is hilarious to me. Right. You need to turn your back on that fire, son, and let that go. That was one of those things that you dumped that alcohol on, that gasoline, and you lit it up. Don't stand there keep watching it and keep talking about it. That's something that you've done. So what? You messed up. Go away from that, bro. And concern yourself with what's going on right now. Because I know people keep asking right. about it because their defense keeps keeps looking horrible, and Khalil Mack is outperforming that defense by himself. But you need to go ahead and focus on, on, on what you got and, and, and try to figure out, one, how you want to get through this season, two, what type of expectations you have for the rest of this year because the, right. the 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 Chiefs and the Broncos right now are playing like gangbusters and even though the Chargers are one and two, they're a respectable one and two with one of those losses being against <laughs> the Chiefs. So right. that 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 those three right there in front of them are are, are gonna be a battle for them for the for six games throughout the season along with the rest of their schedule. You need to go ahead and forget about that, man. You need to focus on, on what's ahead of you, and you need to see if you can get this quick win over the Browns. Because just as delicious, it's, it's like the cartoons. You know in the cartoons where, right. where both cartoon characters are starving and they're looking at each other mm-hmm. and they both look like uh, uh, chicken to each other? That's what the Browns yeah. and the Steelers are looking at each other like right now. Like, mm. Dude, you you look like you about to get eight, son. I, I, I don't know, man. They, they putting spices on each other right now. They're trying to figure out how they're going to eat them. <laughs> Somebody yeah. needs to walk away with this oh, win. Somebody needs this win. Actually, Oakland needs this win more than, than, than Cleveland because no one expected Cleveland to <laughs> to at least be 1-1-1. One, one one. You know what I'm saying? People at least expected Oakland to have at least one win and be competitive. Oakland's not even looking competitive right now. So they right. they both need this win for different reasons. And 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 and, and I I'm gonna need Gruden to, to do what he needs to do, man, in order to uh to get this team better. Plus they, they, I I don't know if he's focusing on Vegas too much right now. I don't know if Vegas yeah. is sitting in his mind thinking about getting this team to Vegas and trying to do it maybe maybe they tanking. Maybe they tanking trying to get him a, a number one overall pick. So they can go ahead and have a shiny toy when they move to the move to Vegas. Who knows, man? I don't know, but it's it's it's, dude, it's crazy what's going on in Oakland. Dude, dude has a hundred million reasons. Talk about John Gruden. Dude has a hundred million yeah. reasons to be chilling. He's not going yeah. anywhere for at least five years. He's not going no. anywhere. He knows he's not going anywhere. He's doing whatever the hell he wants. He got rid of yeah. uh, 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 Khalil Matt because of ego. He didn't want to pay him. Mm-hmm. He thought that he was big, though, still big, bad Gruden from 10 years ago, 10-plus years ago. And, you know, even though he won with Tony Dungeon's players, that's another podcast another time. However, I mean, but yeah. nevertheless, the thing is that for him, I mean, if you look at all his games, they come out gang bursts in the first half. He scripted the plays mm-hmm. well, first 15 offensive plays well. The gang bursts in the first half. But you notice every second half and every game, every game they led at halftime. Every game Oklahoma has led at halftime. And mm-hmm. if you look at the second half, 
they get their asses kicked in the second half because while one team adjusts, Gruden refuses to adjust. He refuses mm-hmm. to adjust. And that's what led to the second half collapses. So, look, we all knew that Gruden was going to get a grace period, but I think he smartly negotiated his contract so that he has a, a prorated, a prolonged uh, grace period because they're not going anywhere fast this year, it looks like. They don't have a pass rush. Khalil Mack has more sex than the whole team, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't look good. I mean, the quarterback has regressed, and – it's, it's 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 it doesn't look it doesn't look good for next year as well. I don't think unless they do something really special stressor in the draft. But one more thing about well, two more things about this week, this past week. First of all, who's going to stop Patrick Mahomes? Who's going to stop that that kid in Kansas City who's passed for what ten touchdowns the first three games of the season? That's a record. Um, I I think it is crazy. Six, it was it thirteen the first three. No, 13, 13, because he threw six against the Steelers. He threw uh-huh. three against the Char- – I keep calling San Diego the, – the, like the Chargers, so that's nine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he had, what, three or four? How many touchdown passes he had against the Niners? I think he may have had three or four. I can't remember exactly how many he had, but I think it's somewhere between 12 and 13 touchdowns total in the first three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Totally amazing. I mean – it helps to have a guy, a coach, first of all, who drafted you and believes you, like Danny Reed, who's also a quarterback whisperer. But it also helps to have mm-hmm. all those damn weapons on offense. It helps to have Tyreek Hunt. It helps to have all those cats like Sammy Watkins uh, mm-hmm. to throw the ball to. It's like pick your poison if you're playing against the Chiefs on on, on defense, even though the Chiefs can't stop a nosebleed on defense <laughs> as well. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know how sustainable that is, dude. Winning every game in the 30s and 40s, you know, because there's one day that Mahomes is not going to have a good game. It's going to happen, unfortunately, because it's the league. Everyone's good. Yeah, yeah, and someone's going to figure him out. And and, and you know what? It'll be interesting because I want to see, even with losing uh, uh, a team, Khalid. Uh, kind of keep always. I always keep mispronouncing his name. Akeem Tlaib. Even with losing Tlaib, is this defense as good as people think that they are? And will they be capable of stopping Mahomes at home? You know, this will be his first start oh, Denver, yeah. up there right. in, in Mile High or whatever it's called yeah. now, NRG Stadium, whatever the stadium is called. <laughs> so this will be his first time playing in that thin, uh, and how will right. he adjust? playing out there, and also, or, it, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what he does against, uh, I guess, the best defense he's faced so far this season, even though you would have thought mm-hmm. it was Pittsburgh, but, you know, Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, likes to start out slow and then get better towards the end of the season every year. I don't know right. why they do that, but I digress. But, yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah, we always do and that. then also to, to see – Kansas City's defense, like you just said, not being able to stop anybody. Face Chase Keenum, who has looked he's been pretty good this year. You know, with Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, um, C.J. Anderson, and that, that offense that they have. It'll be interesting to see how they face up against that offense. So I, I think this will be the biggest test that the, that the Chiefs have faced so far this season. And I want to see whether or not Mahomes can put out quality play the way that he's put out so far this season. If they don't win, I'm, I still want to see if he's capable of putting up at least 250 and at least two touchdowns. Uh-huh. If he's capable of doing that, then I'm, I'm about to say this dude's the real deal and, and, and get ready. Get ready like Jermaine Dupree. Um, so let's, let's get to it since we're talking about week four. Um, a lot of people don't get the old school army reference, but that's okay. Uh, we're still on Thursday That's right. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Minnesota and the Rams is what should be one of the best games of the week. I think Minnesota will come into this game pissed off at their performance against uh, against the Bills, but the Rams are mm-hmm. too good, especially playing at home. I got the Rams winning this one on Thursday night. You know what? With And I'm going to keep this quick. 
Um, the way that they stymied Kirk Cousins is is yep. it's a surprise to me, but at the same time, it's not. I'm just surprised that it was the Buffalo Bills defense that did it. And if the Bills defense can yeah. do it, it's going to be interesting to see what Kirk Cousins does this year. Now, see, you got to remember, when the Skins went out to L.A. and beat uh, uh, the Rams, it wasn't because of Cousins. It was because they were capable right. of getting 200 yards rushing out of their, their running back core last year. No doubt in mm-hmm. Cook. It's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I think it's Murray that's back there now. If, if he can somehow make a resurgence this week, because he sure didn't do it against Buffalo. If he can make a right. resurgence, then it, it'll be a possibility. But I doubt very seriously that it happens, especially with McVay knowing what makes, being that he was, his, his, I think he was, he was the offensive coordinator, and I'm trying to remember if he was the quarterback's coach as well, but he was real close with Kirk. Right. He knows Kirk, almost got Kirk out to L.A., but that didn't uh, transpire, and thankfully for, for McVay, they didn't have to spend that money because they had a guy in-house. But all that said, Rams beat Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely will. Uh, let's see where are we at. Okay, Cincinnati at Atlanta. Atlanta dropped a heartbreaker. I guess the, the guess the hated New Orleans Saints at home. Big win for in New Orleans. Yeah. So I think Atlanta comes in a little bit mad and takes on the Bengals. I'm gonna keep it quick. Atlanta puts up points on on the Bengals and they beat them. There you go. That's quick. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo. At Green Bay, you got to wonder about this one. Buffalo has to have a lot of confidence, right? Then again, mm-hmm. Green Bay is playing with Aaron Rodgers, a stud QB with only one leg at the moment. Clay Matthews is is is, is probably going to get flat for another rough in the past. <laughs> he probably won't try to tackle the, the quarterback this time, which I thought were garbage calls both times against your skins and against the Vikings. I need to get the mm-hmm. get rid of that rule, but that's another podcast for another time. I got Green Bay winning at home because it's at home. It wouldn't shock me if Buffalo makes a game of it. I'll say this. Watching that game against uh, Green Bay last week, I don't care if it was one leg, no legs, peg leg with a kickstand. I don't care yeah. what Aaron Rodgers was standing on. As long as he was on that field, I thought he was going to be a problem. Now, I knew Actually, no, I should say I knew because uh, I, I didn't know. I was hoping that with the rain, it would reduce the amount of time Aaron Rodgers would spend scrambling on that busted ankle, and it did, which, of course, gave Washington's defense some time to continue to play the way they've been playing all season, like a top-five defense, yep. surprise, surprise. And, and, mm-hmm. and that was the reason why they were capable of beating them. But if it wasn't for a couple of fumbles and a couple of drop passes, that game would have been a whole lot different. So Buffalo better hope that Green Bay is playing them in the rain because if they're not, I got the packs beating them. They're right. not going to make those same mistakes that they made against Washington. Not not two weeks in a row. Right. I'll see you on that. Uh, let's see where we at. Uh, Tampa Bay at Chicago. Matchup of two and one teams. How about that? Mm-hmm. I think that um, it's magic kind of fizzled in the first half against my Steelers, but he turned it on in the second half. I I think that Chicago can't keep keep up with Tampa scoring with them. So I got Tampa winning on the road in Chicago. By the way, Chicago member to Chicago offensive coaching staff, Maltry Cohen, less Mr. Trubisky, please, and thank you. Uh, Yes. You think? You know, but surprisingly <laughs> enough, it's working and, and to, to the to the detriment, uh, unfortunately, of Tariq, man. I would love to see him on the field more. And I'm, I was hoping to see the Bears use Tariq the same way that, that Nagy used uh, Tyreek Hill in KC. But I'm, I, I, in the games that I've watched, I haven't seen it yet. You know, I, I've seen him in formation, 
But unfortunately, there's just been spots in which Trubisky just couldn't get him the ball. But, you know, hopefully that connection gets better because, you know, they, they put Tariq Moore in the slot, you know, and, and sadly they're not playing him more. I would like to see him play a little bit more special teams just to have him on the field more, to have more opportunities at, at, at you know, getting either great field position or scoring, even though Tariq almost did score yesterday. But not yesterday, but last week, but that's another story. Bills, not Bills, Bucks offense against Bears defense. I'm not going to call it a watch, but that'll be fun to watch. The thing that I'm right. more worried about is Bears offense against uh, a Bucks defense. That dumps the right. fire of a defense, which gives up a ton of points against the Bears offense, which is still trying to find the sea legs even though they got talent at the skill position, but still Mr. Trubisky ain't what he's, what, what, what the Bills need them to be in order for them to be a constantly productive offense. But in spots, he's looked good. I'm going to pick the surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bears, and the Bears are going 3-1 right now. Wow, that would be a hell of a story. Um, well, I don't want it to be a hell of a story 3-1. Miami at New England. And leading the NFC North. Yeah, I know, right? There you go. That Miami, New England. We talked about them earlier. Even though the Patriots are struggling, um, mm-hmm. even though the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed, a lot of the Chiefs, a lot of the Steelers, I got New England winning at home. Unless Tom Brady goes out there, chips over himself, busts his ass out on the carpet at, at Foxborough. I don't think Miami's going to win. I don't see Miami winning. So I got New England, believe it or not, winning this one and stopping the bleeding. If they don't, it's the demise of the Patriots, like I said earlier, that everyone's waiting to see. So this is a, this is a, oh, as much of a must win. As much as I just said that there aren't must, must wins in week four, this is probably a must win for the Patriots. I'm going to take New England. Yeah. Me too. Um, let's see. Philadelphia at Tennessee. Oh, two and one teams. I got Philadelphia winning this one. I don't, I don't think with Blaine Gabbard or or or, or Harbaugh, the, uh, Marcus Mariota, I don't think they can hang with Philadelphia now, especially now they got uh, Carson Wentz back, or as, or as Shannon Sharp likes to call him, Walker Tua is <laughs> back in the saddle. <laughs> so I got Philadelphia winning that one on the road. Yeah, I, I, in order for Tennessee to compete, they have to put up more points uh, than what they have been doing so far this season. I don't see it happening this week. I got the Phillies. Uh, I'm about to call them the Phillies. I got the Eagles. Yeah. Jacksonville hosting the New York Jets. Jacksonville, both teams are pissed off. Jets pissed off by losing to the Browns. Jacksonville pissed off by having a piss-poor effort against the, tech, the, the Titans at home. It seems like the Titans own Jacksonville as of late, but at any rate, I got Jacksonville yeah. coming out big against the Jets. For some turnovers, by like defense force and turnovers from uh, Sam Donald and company. I got them going three and one after this one. I, I got a strange feeling that this game might be unfortunately closer than what it needs to be, or, or than closer to what it should be. But uh-huh. I'm gonna go ahead and take. I'm gonna take Jacksonville in, in, in this one. Because of, of course, their defense. Right. Detroit at Dallas. I hope and pray. I hope, I really, really hope and pray, and I bet you do too, as a Redskins fan, that Detroit carries the momentum from last week's win, the shocking win against the Patriots, big win against the Patriots, and they beat the Patriots down. Again, they beat them down. On the road, they take that show on the road against, you know, to Dallas. I really want to see Dallas go one and three. I really want to see Jerry Jones just sweat and look like the idiot and buffoon that he is. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think Dallas bounces back. Unfortunately, wins at home over over Detroit. I think Detroit has a huge letdown from last week's win over the Patriots. I think Matt Patricia takes the hype of beating New England on the road and get his first road win against Dallas. Dallas just has looked completely stagnant 
especially on the offensive side of the ball, they really can't seem to generate any type of sustainable offense outside of outside of Zeke. And you just can't keep feeding Zeke uh, uh, without teams finally putting eight in the box and daring Dak to throw the ball. And I think that's exactly what Matt Patricia is going to do and try to confuse him in this game. That's why I've got Detroit in this one. And, and the, the D.C. area Dallas Cowboys fans will be crying for another week about how they need to go ahead and get rid of uh, Jason Garrett. And I love hearing that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Me it. too. You know, I hope you're right. God, I hope you're right because, again, we, we, it's no secret that we both hate Dallas. And, um, you know, for those fans of us who, of us who listen to the show uh, regularly, but and I hope you're right. I just don't see it, but I hope you're right. Houston at mm-hmm. Indianapolis. He, he, we, we can't, Houston can't go on four, right? Not with T.J. Watt, Jadavion Clowney on defense. Deshaun Watson on offense, they can't go 0-4, right? They, they just can't. They, I just keep, keep asking myself this question. They can't go 0-4 to start the season, right? <laughs> they got to win in Indianapolis, right? So I got to take Houston and Indianapolis because I can't see them start 0-4. I really can't start see them start 0-4. I'm surprised that they're 0-3. I really am. You know, people came into the yeah. season with all the hype with with Deshaun Watson and what he's going to do and this and that. Um, they're relatively quiet, bro. And, and it doesn't help, you know, that that they zero three going into an Indianapolis uh, to see an Indianapolis squad who has, especially in their last two games against Washington and and uh, Philadelphia, even though they split, they've looked strong in both games. They even look strong against the, the you know, I, I, they look strong against last year's Super Bowl chance to eat, losing by four on the road. This defense of, of, of Indianapolis has impressed me. They're flying all over the field with their youth and their enthusiasm. You know I love Darius Leonard coming out of South Carolina State. Thank God mm-hmm. that he's not on the field in the MEAC anymore. Thank God the Aggies don't have to see him on Saturday or this Thursday coming up. But, you know, he's in the NFL causing havoc now. I think that with that young defense and with Andrew Luck still playing respectfully and Frank Gore, the ageless wonder still balling out a little bit and putting up okay numbers, 35 especially. I'm expecting the uh, the Colts to keep the Texans at 0-4. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's 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 a huge, that's a huge shock, man. I I tell you, no one saw that coming. Uh, let's see no. who else. Cleveland or Oakland? We mentioned them earlier. I got Cleveland went on the road and winning two games in a row. I don't. I think John Gruden is a dinosaur, is a coaching dinosaur. I I don't. He has to hit rock bottom before he can relearn like. Like being an old dog who has to learn new tricks, who has to learn a new trick or mm-hmm. two, but I just don't see it. I, I Cleveland's too good defensively. They actually make adjustments, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I think that Baker Mayfield has a second good game against Oakland with no pass rush and no playmakers on the on the defensive side of the ball, and Brady Nation will be still crying in their tears in the black hole. So I got believe it or not, Cleveland winning on the road. Get the second one on the road. They can't get no pressure on Baker Mayfield. You know how uh, uh, Javaris Landry was saying that they would average 40 points a game? They ain't scored 40 yet. But they might get a 40-burger this week if he doesn't get any pressure Mm -hmm. on them. I got the Browns winning, but I'm keeping an eye to see if they put 40 on these boys or not. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, who else? Who else we got here? Seattle at Arizona. Seattle is just so disappointing. That that it's hard to see see Seattle rebuilding so quickly, but you know that we all know that they are. Arizona, we know that they're a team in transition. They started rookie quarterback Josh Rosen. He's going to get his first start this weekend. Um. Uh, so I got Seattle winning on the road, even though. 
they're lying. Probably the, the, the sheriff's office is lying. It's just that offensive. They, I mean, they can't. Yeah. Uh, 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 they they can't they protect Russell Wilson to save their lives. I got Seattle winning in Arizona. I gotta remind you real quick. Matter of fact, I think it was the last time they they went to the Super Bowl, or it, it was the year after when they made that deep run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. One of those years, they the, the 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 Seahawks looked ugly for that first half of the season, and then they turned it on and made a deep run into the playoffs. Like I said, I can't remember if it was the Super Bowl year or the year after where they got a, um, a, a eliminated. Uh, uh, late in, in, in there, but I'm not saying that this team is that good. I'm not. All I'm, sure. I'm saying is that Pete Carroll knows how to turn this team around. I don't know if they have the right. dogs to do it, but he knows how to do it. So I got Seattle winning this game, but I don't know if they're going to necessarily be able to compete with the Rams this year. But I, 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 I see them. At least being respectable in in in, in, in certain games this year, but they, I I feel like they'll turn around to get around seven or eight wins this year. But yeah, don't don't count them out just yet. I still think that they compete for a playoff spot, and, and they'll need this win in order to help them do that. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed, it's just a sad state for Seattle. Um, San Francisco at the Chargers. God, you had to feel bad for Niners fans. You had to feel worse for Jimmy Garoppolo tearing his knee on a non-contact play. Uh, he was looking okay. He was looking pretty decent this year as well. And it's just he was. so unfortunate to see that. He was, it's just so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate to see that. I expected big things from Niners this year. But alas, it is what it is. So I got Phillip Rivers beating an undermanned Niners team at home. And they're probably gonna be gonna beat them pretty pretty handily, unfortunately. Well, I saw this this tweet a couple of days ago, made me laugh. And it read, uh, um, God, who was it? Um Oh man. Deshaun Watson was seen with uh Mia Khalifa tore his ACL. Oh Lord. Reggie Bush Dated Kim Kardashian, tore his ACL. Jimmy Garofalo, was that with that porn star? I can't remember what her name is. I think it's uh, Kiara Mia. What did he tear? His ACL. If she's on Pornhub, football players let her be. I'm just saying. That, that, That or IG models. Leave those witches alone. Yes. <laughs> Let those them be. Alone. Oh exactly. God, what what? The points, porn stars, professional athletes don't mix. Neither do IG models. So, uh, no, people not at all. Still learn the hard way. But but at any rate, um, New Orleans at the Giants. That's the Sunday late game. Um, yeah, I got New Orleans winning. Pure and simple. I, I I think they're starting to hit their stride, and. Uh, and yeah, I, I got Drew Brees a company wrecking some shout in the Meadowlands. My concern is for the Saints defense. This is one of those games where Eli may be able to boost his ego, being that they have a hard time stopping people. And even though the Giants haven't put up a ton of points yet this year, this might be one of those mm-hmm. games where they put up somewhere between twenty eight and twenty five twenty eight and thirty five points. But as we know, that still ain't enough to beat the Saints because the Saints will put up 42 on you quick, especially <clears> if you <throat> can't stop nobody. And we've seen right. that the Giants at times can't stop nobody. So, and right. they're playing in the, in the Super Bowl too? Yeah, I got the Saints. I, actually, they're playing the Meadowlands, but uh, they playing the it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, it don't yeah, matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're it playing the Meadowlands, but it don't matter. They're, the Saints are just their winning. Um the Sunday night game, my beloved Steelers would touch on it earlier and play the Ravens. They hated Ravens. I think the Steelers have to win this game to make sure the AFC North doesn't get too far away from them quickly. 
You know, mm-hmm. you know we, we said it's early. This is the first quarter of the season. About to about to come to a close, but you can't you can't afford to lose this game. Not to Baltimore and not at home. So I got Pittsburgh and what should be a very competitive game. I'm still trying to figure out what Baltimore, what Baltimore is. They lose to Cincinnati, but they beat Denver. Uh, you know, uh, and, and like you said, Pittsburgh does need this, right. this game to win. I would like for Pittsburgh to win this to make that division. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Pittsburgh. And last but not least, brother, Monday night. Should be a doozy. High-flying Kansas City against the very defensive-minded Broncos. Um, this, this is a test. This is, going, this, this, this is a show-me game for one Patrick Mahomey, as I call him. It, it, mm-hmm. well, I think Denver has the capability to ground that offense and, and Ground, grind it down, especially playing a mile high. Um, so I tell you what, brother, if Mahomes passes test, this is going to be a special season for this kid. He's fearless. Brett Favre compared him to himself when they went to the radio interview, like like early this week or, or late, I think late last week one. And this kid has a fearless mentality. He loves to. To go to, to to go deep, and he does that well with all those weapons that Kansas City has on offense. The question is, aside from uh, Denver having the capability of, of slowing that offense down, can Kansas City's defense help out the Chiefs in what should be a low-scoring game? Will they be able to help the Chiefs out? If so, this is going to be a special season for for Kansas City as, as they will start the season at four and zero. So I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna go and give it to him until Denver shows me that they can score more than 20 points offensively consistently. I got Kansas City winning over Denver. I'm out high. Mm. Now remember, last year Kansas City talked this season out five and zero. They were media darlings. Everyone talked about how uh, proficient that offense was. Especially with Kareem Hunt coming out being the 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 the, the, the early player of the year, you know, award winner favorite, um, and this offense is starting to look very similar to what they did last year. Only they're passing the ball instead of uh, you know running the ball, which led to the pass. Even though they were passing uh, the ball deep with Alex Smith last year. Right. Now right. It, it, it took six weeks. For them to really get tested, oh, I took that back. They they did get tested in week four, if I remember correctly, against Washington last year. But Washington didn't come mm-hmm. away with that win. This is week four again. Right. I think so. I think this time, also a Monday night game. Oddly enough, because that game was the Monday night game last year against Washington. But this time, it's going to be on the road. And, and 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 I think that the uh, the offense of Kansas City is going to be the thing that, that that actually carries them over to the win. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take uh, the Denver Broncos to beat KC and stop this this uh, this streak. But like I said before, I'm gonna be intrigued to see what Patrick Mahomes does to see whether or not you know he, he's still putting up quality numbers or not. Hey man, it sounds good. Let's have some fun this weekend, shall we? So thanks a lot, man, yeah. for, uh, for for helping me break down awesome NFL week three and four as well as Tiger. Woo! Let me give me one more time, Tiger. Woo! Tiger. Woo! <laughs> All right, bro. Take care, man. Peace out. Who you with? Peace. That's my guy, Dwayne Nash. Hey. Please check him out on the yard slash Sports as well as Sleazy Radio every week here on Baltimore Radio. Thank y'all once again for tuning in to the Clown Out. This is Scott Burks. My voice is going hoarse, so I'm signing off now. Oh, six. Peace out. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.